0: Today on We Here, Jennifer Lawrence and Cook Moroni face off with an alleged intruder in their Los Angeles home. We chatted with the host of the House Party podcast, Eric Gunther, about mega mansions we'd love to be quarantined in. And from John Legend to Amy Adams, celebrities in self-isolation are live streaming to help keep you sane. Coming up next on We Here.
1: Oh my God.
0: We're
1: on page six. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. You divorce. Cross
0: page six. Page six would have
1: a field day. Hey there,
0: I'm Maggie Codwin.
1: And I'm Ian Moore, and welcome to We Hear, a Page Six podcast.
0: We hear all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story. Before we begin, I want to give a little
1: shout-out to Eric, who works in Why the theater. Why make it Eric- little, Maggie? Let's make it a big <laughs> shout-out. <laughs> okay, Why, well, so I want to give me- st- don't be stingy with the shout-out, especially right now in this environment. Yeah, that's, all we've got are shout-outs. That's all we can really yeah, offer people. Let's shout so, this out from the rooftops.
0: Gigantic, enormous, huge shout-out to Eric, who works in theater, who wrote us the loveliest email. Let me tell you, as everyone can probably agree with, just being by yourself recording this podcast it's not that great. We like to be around each other and hanging out. And Eric's email just reminded us that people are listening and he's working in theater and just keep these folks in mind. Theaters are shut down right now. So good luck to everyone.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much, Eric. And please, everybody, feel free to write in, leave comments, have a dialogue with us, even if you can't stand the show. As one listener once said, they hate the way I say Maggie McGay. Maggie. You know, but let us know. It's a good time for us to all stay in touch. With our next story, actually, there was a Jennifer Lawrence fan that the Hunger Games star probably did not want to be in touch with, who actually broke into her house in L.A. on Sunday night, uninvited. You know, it's hard to get any crazier these days. The crazy bar has been
0: set very high.
1: (laughs) Well, the thing is, I guess maybe if you are a stalker, you figure oh, this is a good time to stop by my favorite celebrity's home because there's a good chance I could I could meet them and they'll be there. Not to give yeah. anybody any crazy ideas, but according to TMZ, cops said that J-Law got an unwanted visitor when a woman intruder walked right through her front door. I guess their door was unlocked on Sunday night around 9.15 p.m. LA time Mm -hmm. and uh this woman this woman walked right in um Luckily, she ended up being detained, but she later told police, according to sources, TMZ reported that she just wanted to meet Jennifer Lawrence.
0: Pretty scary. I don't think that's the way to go about meeting your favorite celebrity.
1: Yeah, I guess that in this case, the woman did not make it to J-Law in the house. I assume Mm -hmm. it's probably a pretty big house. And there were actually some security on the scene and they grabbed the woman before she could make it to Jennifer Lawrence. It's actually apparently unclear, according to the report whether Cook Moroney was home at the time, but you have to figure he was probably, I don't know, playing Nintendo Switch in the basement or something.
0: What about Cook Moroney says Nintendo Switch to you?
1: (laughs) You know what, Maggie? I think I'm just saying that because during this coronavirus sort of self-quarantine social distancing that we're all in, I think Mm -hmm. I just kind of wish that I had a Nintendo Switch. I think That was like a Freudian slip.
0: This would be a great time to be playing video games in a basement.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you remember with the Kim Kardashian robbery in Paris a couple years ago, you know, that had happened because I guess in part she went on social media and she was saying that, you know, she had all this jewelry and the thieves in that case knew or figured out where she was. They knew she was in Paris with all this stuff. But as I say, yeah, I guess this woman just figured J-Law, there would be a good chance she'd be home and it might be a good time to just be a pop-in visitor. But there's some celebrities, I guess, who who, are, um, who were in the dark about the whole thing, right, Maggie, who have yes. actually just recently returned home and they hadn't known about coronavirus. I mean, there have been a lot of celebrities popping up confirming they have coronavirus from Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson to Idris Elba. But I right. guess Jared Leto was like in the dark on this whole thing.
0: So Jared Leto just learned about the coronavirus because he was in isolation himself for 12 days during a silent meditation in the desert. How amazing is that? So Leto. Like, basically, he has returned, you know, to life and gets on social media to explain where he's been. And it's shocking for us who have kind of seen... Groups of people start to go into their homes and people aren't really out in the same ways and it's a run on grocery stores. Mr. Leto is um, experiencing the same thing.
1: I guess Jared Leto can just continue his silent retreat at home. But yeah, I guess that's the thing is like, even if the people running, if you're running the silent retreat and then you find out about the coronavirus thing, it's like, what are you going to do? You can't really tell anybody, I guess, unless you went and made some really frantic hand gestures. But that could lead to further confusion and panic. Like, what is the international symbol for pandemic? I, I only know the one for choking.
0: I think it's just excessive like, hand-washing. Like, you just make the motion that you're washing your hands and... Right, right. You're just out Purell
1: on this silent retreat. Well, apparently, also, the cast of Big Brother is even more in the dark than Jared Leto because they've been shooting the show in Germany, and they're, mm-hmm. of course, holed up without any um, internet access or social media, and I guess the producers of the show haven't filled them in on the whole coronavirus situation, so...
0: I mean, if you ever doubted how much those people on the show actually know, this confirms that they're really out of the loop and they are isolated (laughs) in that house. I really believe now. It's not
1: a scam. Totally. I mean, it is kind of amazing. I guess there could potentially be people out there who don't know about this. I feel like once the whole coronavirus thing blows over, which hopefully it will at some point, could we see could we see a bunch of. Coronavirus inspired projects. This all seems like, like this Jared Leto thing to me seems like an HBO series <laughs> in which Jared Leto plays a kind of version of himself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you have guest stars and stuff like that. And he returns from his meditation retreat during the coronavirus scare.
0: Yeah, he's probably working on the screenplay right now.
1: It's a pretty good pitch. For some reason, I can see, I see James Franco having a little bit of a cameo in this. Thing hbo is on the case
0: or we are at least
1: yeah we're on the (laughs) case exactly
0: today we're joined by eric gunther of house party to talk about all things celebrity homes hi eric
2: hey how's it going
0: pretty good uh all things considered
2: (laughs) yeah thank you thank you
0: So we're talking a lot about people being stuck in their homes thanks to coronavirus. If you could be stuck in any celebrity home, where would you be?
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, right now, the the one that's top of mind is the the home that Jeff Bezos just bought in Beverly Hills, the $165 million Warner Estate, because I don't think you would ever have to leave. Mm -hmm. And this place comes with a nine-hole golf course. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. So even if you wanted to go outside, you could Get in a game of golf, right? Privately, exactly. You don't have to get into a foursome with anybody else. You can just be on your own, golfing nine holes worth of golf.
0: Do you think Lauren Sanchez knows how to golf?
2: I am not sure. I'm sure. I don't. I don't know if she accompanies him on his outings on the golf course. I don't even know if they've moved in yet. But uh, this place, mm-hmm. the Warner Estate that they bought from David Geffen, is bonkers in terms of size and scope
1: and had david geffen um uh done work on the place had had he done some of his own updates correct
2: yeah he had Uh, he bought it i believe is the early 90s for around 40 million and uh then just turned around and sold it just you know a couple months ago to bezos for 195 million he had made upgrades over the years but uh the home was old hollywood all the way it was built for one of the warner brothers so it didn't it's not that it needed a ton of work but i think what geffen did was update in just the right way
1: yeah and this is not jeff bezos right has has a few different places i guess that he can hide <laughs> out right he's been on kind of a uh, a real estate buying spree particularly since his relationship with lauren sanchez came to light
2: Right. That's putting it mildly. Yeah. He uh, bought a penthouse in New York City, I believe, like a three-floor penthouse for $95 million. And then prior to his relationship with Lauren Sanchez, and it was maybe a year or two after he bought the Washington Post, he bought a enormous, I want to say it was around $30 million mansion in Washington, D.C. So he has a place also in D.C. where he can be close to the newspaper and be close to the political elite as well. And that's also in addition to the place that he owns near Amazon headquarters in Washington State, up near Seattle.
1: And besides Jeff Bezos buying up these properties, because I know the uh, the LA property you mentioned, I think, was the the biggest sale in the history of Los Angeles. Yeah, LA County for sure. It set an LA County record. Is Are these kinds of properties, um, besides Jeff Bezos being able to buy them, I mean, are they still, do they have enough people to attract them? I mean, what are some of the trends going on that you're seeing in kind of these like the absolute top of the market um, record-breaking properties? Are there there still enough buyers out there? I mean, I guess now with the economy going the way (laughs) it is, maybe
2: not, but... um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It uh, it depends. I mean, right now there is a. I think there's a bit of a glut in terms of what what are called spec homes or these spec mansions that were built throughout the L.A. area, where the the grand kind of envision, if you can, those those kind of sleek modern white boxes that have kind of sprung up throughout L.A. County, throughout Beverly Hills, Bel Air. Uh, those I think have been a lot of those have sat on the market for a while. But uh, there was the $150 million purchase of Chartwell last December, and that was that was uh, Lachlan Murdoch bought that place. And then there was a sale of over $125 million in Malibu last year as well. So there are buyers out there. But as you can imagine, the buying pool of people that can spend over $100 million is extremely small, Um it's the 1% that we hear so much about. When they buy something, they may not want to buy something that's already been you know, built. They want something customized and specialized to their personal tastes.
0: I do think it's fascinating how many homes change hands through celebrities. And this week, we saw photos of Haley Bieber checking out a home that was once owned by Madonna, a $33 million home in Beverly Hills.
2: Right. Yeah. We've written about Justin Bieber so many times, and we talked about him a lot, even on our podcast. He uh, has gone through, I believe, I want to say around five or six different places in Southern California, always renting before committing to a purchase last year. And the place he bought, it wasn't it wasn't what you'd expect, I guess, from a, a young celebrity. It was kind of just a, a a basic mansion, if you can call a mansion basic. Oh, so basic. But, uh, I know, I know. It's it's so it's so wrong. But uh, he had rented a place in 2014 that we still talk about. It was you know it had been dubbed the Salad Spinner Home. It's kind of reminiscent of I don't know if you guys saw the home that Pharrell put on the market last week Mm -hmm. that uh, it's it has that community college office park kind of vibe. And that was a home that Justin Bieber had lived in. And that seemed to suit him. That's what you'd expect from a young celebrity.
0: Right. Why are celebrities drawn to homes that look like
2: college campuses? (laughs) What do you think that's about? That's a great question. We've kind of discussed that on our own podcast, The House Party. Uh, It It is that I think there were, in the 90s, there were these homes that were built, and maybe even into the early 2000s, that were these kind of windowed, sleek, I guess at the time, structures, and Mm -hmm. they really haven't aged well. Um, Now, like I said, the the trend is more towards these modern, white, boxy homes that have a great indoor-outdoor flow, that kind of just go from the inside to the outside and you have these great views of the city down below and the windows open, you know, it's, they're these Fleetwood doors is what they're called or windows that just open the entire home up to the outdoors.
1: And is it hard to figure out who the celebrities are who have bought these things? As I know in New York, I mean, when, when we write about celebrities or ultra rich people buying properties, A lot of them are bought under sort of LLCs and shell companies and corporations. So is it difficult to try to figure out like which celebrity bought which property? It's uh, very difficult. Yes. uh, Thank you for summarizing my life. Um. (laughs) Yeah. How do you put it together? Is it a combination of property records and then you need like your sources? Um, Is is it sometimes just it must be really hard to crack?
2: Yeah, it's a combination of. Google searching, property record searching, all of the above, and trying to discern who is behind an LLC. And that's not something, you know, I know you guys say you see it definitely in New York and I see it too. It's a problem in the Bay Area where I am, uh, you know, a very rich folks buying homes behind LLCs. It's also a problem in Miami. And I, when I say problem, I mean, again, these, these are relative terms, but- uh, it, yeah, it can be tough to discern who is behind a trust or an LLC. So it does take a lot of kind of legwork to to try and track these things down.
0: So Eric, I've got to ask you, as the authority on celebrity homes, what are some of the, like wildest additions you've seen? You know, I've heard like Streisand had a shopping mall in her home. So and so has a bowling alley. Right. What's something that's really kind
2: of blown your mind? Well, I mean, definitely top of mind comes. The Fifty Cent Mansion. I, you guys are probably well aware. of The Fifty Cent Mansion that was on the market for over a decade, and it was mm-hmm. originally Mike Tyson's home. That place had a nightclub in it, and it had a casino in it, and at one point in time, it had stripper poles in it. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that 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 place is, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, it's out in Farmington, Connecticut, out in kind of the middle of nowhere, but. Uh, it was a mansion that was on the market. I think Fifty Cent put it up for. 50, I'm sorry, he put it up for 18.5 million in 2007. It eventually sold last year. Final price 2.9 million. So, wow, quite a come down.
1: I guess a lot of people out in Farmington, Connecticut, are not looking for stripper stripper poles.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, that's not a popular feature. I don't think in any part of the country. I, maybe in Vegas. <laughs> maybe Vegas. But uh, yeah, and another one too is is uh, Shaq's home in or- near Orlando, where he broke into mm-hmm. the NBA back in the kind of the mid 90s. He bought a home in a city called Windermere, which is kind of a luxury development outside Orlando. This home is outfitted with a grill of a diesel truck because his nickname <laughs> uh, at one point in time was he was known as the Diesel. So it's outfitted in one room with a grill of a diesel truck. It also has a cigar bar, which. I guess if you like smoking cigars, and then <laughs> the piece de resistance is the thirty-foot-wide bed in the master bedroom. And I mean, I just take a minute to think about how big <laughs> a thirty-foot-wide bed is. Wow! So, and and it right now, at least in the staging photos, the listing photos, it uh, had a big, huge Superman emblem kind of on the uh, bedspread. Wow! Yeah, it's hard to get sheets for that yes Mm. custom fitted i mean as many of these celebrity homes are everything's custom you know you you want these custom features as you mentioned barbara streisand's basement yeah i mean these custom Mm -hmm. features are kind of de rigueur for celebrities
0: it makes a race car bed sound pretty (laughs) tame i know
2: (laughs) oh the beds i've seen
0: well, Eric, thank you for
1: upgrading our podcast no by problem.
2: appearing on it. Yeah, this is <laughs> it was wonderful to have you on. This has definitely
1: no been a luxe addition to the show.
2: <laughs> yeah. And if you want to learn more, uh, we have the Realtor.com House Party Podcast. Check us out. Give us a listen. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. While everyone is hopefully staying
0: home during this coronavirus outbreak, celebrities are still trying to entertain their fans, which is kind of a fun thing that's going
1: on. Yeah, Maggie, this is actually like a nice story amid this whole pandemic, is that stars are still entertaining their fans, even though obviously concerts are shut down. As you mentioned before, theater is shut down. Gatherings over just a few people are basically all shut down. Acts including Chris Martin of Coldplay, Keith Urban, John Legend, and Rob Thomas have all been performing for their fans on social media. And I think it's really nice. I mean, it's nice for the fans. I mean, I guess the advice is not to go to gatherings over 10 people. I don't know that there would be more than 10 people at a Rob Thomas show, but this way he can entertain his fans anyway. The thing is, it's funny because I wonder if part of this is like, on one hand, I think it is a public service for these stars to entertain their fans. But on the other hand, I wonder if like for some celebrities, it's like they can't bear to like not be in the spotlight. I wonder if like as much as the coronavirus sort of self-quarantine and and social distancing is so hard for all of us. I guess if you're a star to like not have all the attention, it must be like absolutely horrible. And it would be like horrible, horrible to be like living with us with like a, a rock star who has no audience and no outlet, you know? So I just yeah. feel like these, especially like these people in particular, Chris Martin of Coldplay also tease that the band is working on new music. Uh, While he was live streaming, he said, we have a new song, which I'm not supposed to talk about, so I won't. But I should also mention that his performance was part of Global Citizens and the World Health Organization's new Together at Home series, which is aiming to raise money for coronavirus relief. So even though these shows might be um, sating stars' thirst for attention, um, they're all for a good cause. So... Watching them is going to potentially help people. John Legend, Rob Thomas, I guess Keith Urban to a certain extent, but so maybe this is like therapy for them so they can get all their attention and fandom, but it's also great because it's entertaining people, you know, at home.
0: Yeah. And Amy Adams just joined Instagram as part of this kind of storytelling initiative, which is interesting, where celebrities are reading children's books and reading different stories to their audiences.
1: Yeah, Josh Gad. Actually, some of these I actually learned about from us preparing to do this segment, I have to admit. So like, um, I'm going to utilize some of these things, like Josh Gad um, reading like children's stories on Twitter, as you mentioned, is part of the same you know, initiative. Um, there's also who else? Who would you really like? There are some people who are just so. Oh, Jennifer Garner is also doing it too. She has a oh, very nice re- speaking voice. She does. Though. You know, um, Very calming.
0: Yeah, there are some people who just have that effect on you. You know, their voice, like maybe you fall asleep to one of their movies or shows and they're kind of, they have that ASMR soothing effect. Is there
1: anyone you would love to hear read to you? You know, what's weird, Maggie, which just shows my mindset is the first person who popped into my head when you asked that question is Mel Brooks.
0: Wow. Mel Brooks and his son posted something yesterday, a little PSA about coronavirus.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. I would like to hear. I hope Mel Brooks does more. I feel like Mel Brooks, to me, that's like a very reassuring (laughs) voice. Um, (laughs) What about you? Who would you like to hear?
0: Well, not because it's reassuring, but because I found it hilarious. Daniel Craig's accent in Knives Out, where he's kind of a detective from, I don't know, Louisiana or the Deep South. He kind of sounds like Frank Underwood from House of Cards, but Daniel Craig doing it, I just found it to be so hilarious and it brought me so much joy. I would love to hear that.
1: Oh, that would be good. (laughs) What about any like concert? Is there anyone you would want to see perform Just like a live stream from their home?
0: Maybe like Mick Jagger dancing around his home.
1: Oh, man. Wow, Maggie. I like that you're going. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, I
0: probably... There's a lot of concerts we can't afford or don't want to go to. Why not see them for free in the comfort of your own home now? That's
1: so true. I mean, the one that I wish, and obviously R.I.P., unfortunately, the one that I would want, I think more than anything just because I think it would be the best live stream is I think it would have to be Prince live streaming a a show from paisley park
0: yes i would love that
1: because i'm trying to think of also like because he obviously prince has like the full package So i feel like prince that's the thing is you you, we want a celebrity who would give us like the whole thing where we would get to see their home they could put on like a whole show they can play every instrument i don't know that there's anybody like that but i guess we'll see maggie if someone steps up maybe you and me (laughs) what are we gonna sing we had our um didn't we well we have my corona yeah our corona theme song my, my, my corona what else did we have i felt like we had another we've made up a few bands on this podcast yeah velvet scrunchy
0: yeah but i thought that was our cover band of just that's the our cover band
1: maybe <laughs> on the next podcast you never know like if material gets pretty uh thin during this coronavirus situation <laughs> with no celebrities out there this could turn into the third. Or you could have a segment on this show of a, just a, a velvet scrunchy
0: set. <laughs> just us shouting to each other through these mics, <laughs> hoping someone out there is listening. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's it for this episode of We Hear. Our show is produced by Jamila Zara Williams and Melissa Casares. We'd love to hear your questions and ideas for the show. Is there a celebrity you're dying for us to dish on? Email those hot takes to us at podcasts at nypost.com. And to hear the latest We Hear episodes, be sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred platforms. Don't forget to leave us a review. We know you have the time. And we'll be back tomorrow with more Page Six exclusives. See you then.